Connor Nolan's appearance in the zone is brought to you by Allstate Insurance with agent John Mark Goings. The pitch. Check swing. Appeal. Got him. The appeal to the first base umpire. Messias says he got him. Seven strikeouts in seven dominant innings for Connor Nolan. John Mark Goings Allstate in Jacksonville and Cabot can take care of your home, auto, RV, boat, life, and commercial insurance. Great inning by Connor Nolan. Throw him on that. One, two, three. Outstanding. Are you in good hands? All right. Let's welcome him back in on game day. Connor Nolan joining us in the zone. Connor, welcome. How are you? Doing great. How about you? Man, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Connor, I played golf this week. It was 95 degrees. I was dying out there. I got to be honest. Uh, you like it real hot or on the edge of real cold? Uh, either way. I mean, I, I think everybody likes 35 and sunny, but you know, when it's warm, it's better than it being 34 and on the on the verge of snowing. Do you change what you do between innings depending on the temperature? Like if it's super hot or if it's if it's a cold day early in the season? Uh, not really. Just you know, we I try to sit up in the tunnel where it's a little bit cooler in between innings. Gotcha. Uh, we are trying to put together. I don't know if you ever saw Top Gun the original. Did you ever see the movie? I have. Okay. Well, you know, Maverick is coming out, so it got us thinking this week, and we're going to do a Top Gun volleyball tournament soon. But you have to wear jeans, and we're going to do it right in the middle of summer where everybody's dying out there in the heat. It's a really weird movie scene, but we're going to do it just for fun, I think. Um, and uh, one of the things that makes me think about that is the guys who don't play much volleyball, you know, your rotator cuff is potentially going to get really banged up through a weekend of volleyball. Hmm. What do you do to keep your, your shoulder strong during the season and in the off season, especially with the rotator? Uh, we do a lot of weighted ball training. That's kind of the big thing. Um, you know, we have all kinds of assortments that we use and throw in those, and then you probably need to get in the training room if we're going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Get a little, some cupping, needling, whatever, uh, recover after that. When did you start doing that with the cupping? Uh, I've been doing that for my whole career here. I kind of started, started my freshman year and I stayed on that. We see the aftermath for athletes. I don't even know if people realize what uh, some people. I'm sure some of our listeners are like, "What is that?" Mm-hmm. Can you explain what how that works, what the process is like, and then what the goal is of that? Yeah, I'm not exactly sure on everything, but I think it brings new blood to the the top uh, of your skin, and apparently that's better for recovery and uh, helps you get fresh quicker because of the the circulation that's going through. Doctor. Connor Nolan from now on. That's what we're going to call you. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tonight, they have switched things up. And, you know, we, we compared the, the pitcher. And obviously, look, this kid from Vanderbilt's been incredibly effective this year. The numbers are astounding when you look at 55 to 6 strikeout to walk ratio. Um, but, you know, McIntyre is a guy that has earned more of an opportunity on the weekends. And, and this kid obviously has two in, in future for. For Vanderbilt, when they move a guy up, that's kind of their young ace. I mean, does that does anything change in your approach? Does that does it get you a little more motivated? Do you think anything differently at all? Uh, no, not really. I think it's all the same. I mean, I think he's been he's been going good. So they're trying to push something up, get him uh, into the rotation coming into the postseason. Um, but no, I think it's the same for us. We just got to treat it like any other guy. 
Connor Vanderbilt's one of the most head-scratching teams for me in the SEC. They're loaded with offensive talent. Their their stats back it up. Their pitching's good. That backs it up. The second-best uh, team pitching staff in the uh, in the SEC. They hit. They pitch. They play good. You know, they they field the ball well. But their SEC record was right there about five hundred. What do you see out of Vanderbilt? Uh, I think you hit it on the head. They play great baseball. Uh, they field well. They pitch. Uh, they can hit. Um, I think that kind of shows what the SEC is right now. You could have really good numbers but still lose some good games uh, to some teams because everybody's playing well. Uh, you know, you could, you could throw a really good game, give up three runs, give up two runs, still lose the game because the other team has great numbers too. So I think we'll, uh, we'll see a very talented team. and we got young guys, old guys, and uh, they've been around the league. Last Friday night against Auburn, uh, I'm watching it, and it would just seemed to be a very frustrating game. What what could go wrong was going wrong. Uh, defensively, fielding uh, a couple of errors, uh, hitting wise, leaving guys on base, uh, and then something changed. And I, I want to I'm asking you what was going on in the dugout uh, when you when. You guys have a runner on first. This is a a chance to maybe the breakout inning, and they call runner's interference. And I've never seen anything like it. It was a horrendous call, but and Coach Van Horn lost it. It just seemed to change, to me watching it, the mentality of the team. It seemed to maybe tick y'all off. Did something change after that call? I think so. I think that, that helped us a lot. Uh, you know, we, we were all yelling, and we were all pretty upset with with the call just because it was atrocious. But, um, you know, we kind of just said, you know, we're going to have to be all 13 of them now. So, you know, it kind of brings everybody together and have a one a common goal because something went wrong. I won't ask you to criticize the umpiring anymore. However, there is a mentality among Razorback fans, and I don't want to – it's not really a woe is me. It doesn't quite go to that depth, I don't think. But they do feel like if it's a 50-50 call, they're not typically going to get the call. you guys feel like that at times? I don't know if we feel like that. I think we we understand that we're not going to get a lot of calls, and we try to go into the game with that mindset that you know you can't make the calls too big, and um, you, know, you kind of just have to play your own game and control what you can control because, as it turns out, we have a lot of calls that don't go our way. So you kind of just have to play the game and, understand you can't get too down about one call talking to connor nolan on the brand of moving in storage hotline it's brought to you by john mark goings all state vanderbilt tops in the sec 70 stolen bases out of 79 tries how much does that factor into your approach any more than usual i mean that's something we don't see a lot of anymore it's a lot of with the focus on the home run base stealing has gone uh not quite the way of the dodo but it's not nearly as much of a focus as as, as it has been in the past how much does that if at all change your approach I mean, it's, I think you just have to be more aware. I mean, they're going to try to steal. you got to be picked up when, when they're on base. So, well, I don't think there's – you don't have to put all your focus there. you know, you still got to pitch and, uh, you know, play the regular game. But just have to know they're on the base and what they're trying to do. You know, I've been to several games, watched a few more on television, listened to some with Phil and Bubba. I don't recall a lot of attempts, and I don't know what the numbers are, but I don't remember a lot of attempts against you guys this year. Last year, you know, when when Opitz was behind the plate, I was like, I wish somebody would run. Hmm. How would you? Uh, how do the how do the catchers do as far as defensively against against runners? I've not seen much of that this year. I think that they do a great job. I mean, I think people are a little timid to run on uh, Michael and their team. 
you know, how his warm-up throws are on the money, and I think that kind of deters people. We've seen more hit and runs this year, I think, uh, than straight steals. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be a, a factor of it. 37 to 53, I looked it up. 53 tries all year. So it's a little over, what, one a game, maybe one and a half a game. So that, But uh, that's a pretty good ratio right there. Michael Turner can throw some guys out. Yeah. And even Leach has done a good job in the midweek, too. Uh, Connor, last week uh, against Auburn, you, uh, Coach Van Horn said, you, I think you, you threw 76 pitches, and they were talking in the dugout. Why not? Let's just get him out. Things, things aren't going right right now. Let's just get him out and save him. How do you feel after uh, getting maybe a little rest from last week? Is there a difference? Can you tell a difference of throwing fewer pitches? Yeah, I feel really good. I feel fresh. Obviously, it's a shorter week. Uh, uh, pitch count wise, so I got to rest up and have a really good bullpen on Tuesday and work on a few things. So I'm, I'm feeling good and ready to go. Were you mad? I was frustrated. It, it's one of those things, you know. You have to understand it's a long game and things can change. And I'm glad that it worked out the way it did. Yeah, you guys came back and won. How how important was that? And then how important was that Auburn series to get the victory? That was dying. I mean. I, I think everybody knew that was a big league thing going in, and we knew we were going to play some good baseball down there. So to get that first win on on Friday was huge, just the momentum, and uh, you have a little advantage going into Saturday, and uh, you know it, it worked out well. The hitters really picked us up and uh, swung the bat well. Connor Nolan joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Um, we've been billing this this week as number four against number four. You guys are number four in the country. They're number four in the RPI. Is that a conversation you guys have had at all as far as the RPI and what that could mean for your postseason potential as far as hosting? I, I didn't even know they were that high in that guy, so We don't know why they are, but they are. Have, <laughs> yeah, we haven't talked about that. That's news to me, but you know, I think RPI is pretty pretty important at the end of the season, especially with the system they're using still. So. I think that's a, a good challenge for us. How important is the SEC West to you guys, winning it? you got a two-game lead with six games to go. I think that's big. I think everybody, um, you know, obviously, you, you want to win as many games as you can. And I think winning the West is a big deal, not only for the team, but for fans. I think they want to see us possibly some really good teams that are in the West. Over the years, some teams have played better at home. Some Razorback teams, I should say, have played better at home, while other years, it's strange, they seem to play better on the road. You guys seem to like playing at home. You have a great home record. What What is it that uh, makes this team even better at home? I think it's, uh, for us, the routine is really similar. And then you get your fans in the stadium. I think you get momentum. Uh, I mean, you know, if we get to stay at home, we get to sleep in our own beds, and on track for our schedule so you don't have to go stay in a hotel and you know switch everything up which is nice and then you know like i said the fans are the biggest deal you know we got great fans we pack out you know twelve thousand. hopefully uh, we'll we'll keep that same thing going with the heat going but uh you know it's, it's a big difference you know we get get them on our side and get the heckle of andy a little bit that, that'll help yeah did you Tennessee was on last night knocking off Georgia? Did you watch any of that game, or do you guys watch them generally yeah. when you're off? I caught I caught the first four four or five innings. Yeah, um, you know I was kind of thinking about if you know we're all I think a lot of the fans are like, man, we really want to play Tennessee, whether it's in the SEC tournament or in the uh, College World Series. 
because obviously you aren't meeting in the regular season. I kind of look at this one because they have been so dominant this year, uh, like a karate kid. Like you guys would be Danielson in this, and they're they're Johnny. They're trying to sweep your leg. How do you think the matchup goes? How do you feel about a matchup? You think potentially with Tennessee? I think the match will be good. I mean, they're a great team. We're a great team. And, you know, I think our fans would really love to see that one. Just, I think on both sides, you know, bring two two good teams in the SEC together. And, you know, uh, you know, everybody talks about it, all the analysts and uh, people that run the show. But, you know, we'll see. Maybe we'll catch them down the line. Yeah, I think for the fans, you know, that would be the ultimate final series in, in Omaha if it came down to that would be mm-hmm. great and hopefully you guys have a crane kick at the end and you can finish him <laughs> off in dramatic fashion that'd be fun on the uh, first Arkansas Bacon Trust text line Jimmy is in Roland he wanted me to ask you about signing in Rome take us back signing your letter of intent in Rome yeah crazy crazy situation a lot we went on a family vacation and um, you know I knew I was going to have to sign my papers and send them back uh, on National Signing Day and get all that taken care of. And, you know, we were at the hotel and my dad kind of came up with the idea and why don't we just head over to the Coliseum and uh, you can sign on there. We can take a, a cool photo and uh, make it more memorable. So mm-hmm. that's what we ended up doing. And I'm glad we did because that's one of the, the cool moments that I've had that started my uh, Razorback career. Did y'all call the Hogs after signing those papers? No, we didn't. I don't. I think if we did that in the Coliseum, people would have given us some weird looks, and <laughs> we might we might have gotten escorted out of there. Yeah. Uh, one last question for you. Um, Bandy has the Whistler, and he is annoying. Hey, do you do you hear the Vandy Whistler when y'all are playing? Does that annoy you? And do you know is he is he showing up in bon, at Bomb Walker Stadium this weekend? Uh, I we do hear him, <laughs> and it is top three most annoying things I've, I've heard at, at a baseball game. And, and B, I, I hope not. I mean, that guy is – I love that he goes and supports their team and does all that, but the whistling is it's, uh, it's something. <laughs> well, you got Woo Guy at Arkansas. A lot of woo, a lot of Woo Guys, yeah. Now they're doing and it gals. for the PA. So, yeah, I don't, I don't mind that either, but it's only – and I'm like, bro, come on, we're in a restaurant. Not going to – well, you said top three annoying things. What are the other annoying things? Duh. Uh, cowbells? Number one, always. I think cowbells should be up there for everybody. Rocky Top is high on my list right now. I don't know about Connor. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, this one, the A&M, the, when you strike out, they have the rifleman that comes up there and he kind of shoots off a couple of rounds. So oh, that geez. one's up there for me. Oh, the list of annoying A&M traditions is lengthy. We don't have time for it in this segment, unfortunately. I was making fun of them in football yesterday. That was our question of the day. Do you want to beat A&M or Alabama, or do you like Alabama or A&M less? And I like A&M a lot less. And I think, Chris, did our listeners agree on that one? Yes, they did. Okay. I think it's just – I think people respect Alabama. There's not a real dislike there mm-hmm. in football. I think – I mean, what about for you? Did you have an annoyance, a team that was more annoying to play against in football when you were playing? Oh. Uh. Not really. I mean, I, I can't remember anything that just really stuck out. Yeah. I, mean, I, I know A and M. They have their, their. I guess you can call them cheerleaders. Or I don't know what they're really called. Mm. Yes, exactly. Yell leaders. Yell leaders. Yeah. That yeah. That was always the talk of the town when we when we played them. Right. Yeah. The most annoying thing I think during your era was Chad Morris. What's that, Christian? 
I was going to say that 84% of the voters say they dislike Texas A&M yeah. more than Alabama. Yeah. Chad Morris allegedly just uh, left Allen Texas High School. It's official. Yeah, well, he just left uh, because he's pursuing another college mm. opportunity. We were mm. told we have our doubts. But anyway, I don't need to pile on. It's not really kind to do that. I think it says it somewhere in the Bible, probably a couple of places. I'll have to ask the pigskin for a ruling on that. Anyway, we'll let you go. Good luck tonight, my man, and we'll be uh, we'll be tuned in, and we'll talk next week. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All right. Great See stuff. You, Thank you. Call me sir. I'm old. Yep. Connor Nolan, great, great, great segment. Really appreciate him coming on. Looking forward to him and the Hogs tonight. Great matchup. Really is mm-hmm. with the young gun and Connor Nolan, the more established figure on the mound. Should be a ton of fun tonight. Again, you can hear it on the buzz, 6 o'clock pregame. Don't miss it. We're back in a moment. Thanks again to John Mark Goings and his Allstate company for uh, promoting and supporting Connor Nolan in the zone.